Stephanie Cicerelli. And I'm Juliana Jones. Welcome to Mission Audition. Today we are in Los Angeles. Come on. Oh, yeah. Don't you love the heat? It was oh, so it's nice getting off into yep. the airport at LAX, just walking out into that. Woof. Yeah, coming from Canada, we know what cold is, and, and it was not cold here. So, yeah, thank you, Los Angeles, for having us here. I'm so excited. Yes, thank you. Keep doing that. That's great. Um, <laughs> so, as we do every time we have an episode of Mission Audition, we are going to share uh, what basically is going on in a job posting, which I will run over in just a second. And then after that, uh, Julianne is going to give some creative direction for the talent, and following that, we're going to hear all these auditions. Now, in the middle of the auditions, we're going to give commentary on each of these auditions that has come in. So if you have a pen and a paper or some kind of, I don't know, way to take notes, you might want to do that because by the end of the show, you might have an idea of who you think should win, but ultimately at the end of the show, it is John who decides who is going to win. So the pressure is on you, sir. Oy. All right. A lot of pressure. Pressure is, is all right. Okay. Okay. So here we are. We're doing the show. Let's talk a bit about the script, shall we? So um, the job posting details. And some of you may have even seen this job because we've got all Voices.com members out there. But essentially what we're looking for is a young adult, a male or female voice. Uh, this is a television commercial. And we're looking for kind of more of a, a surfer dude, sort of ditzy, spacey sort of read. Um, of course, this is an English script, as all of our jobs so far have been. Uh, and we're looking for a U.S., West Coast, California, Portland kind of sound. So, uh, Juliana, tell us a bit more about this job and also what someone needs to do in order to read it uh, the way in, in, it's intended. Mm, sure thing. So, we meet up, so Scott's Surf Shop. Say that three times fast. Um, so, they're a local shop right here in Laguna Beach, California. The voiceover will be accompanied by a montage of stunning visuals taken on Laguna Beach to capture the world class sunsets, the sandy beach, and of course, beach apparel and accessories. Um, for artistic direction, feel free to take a sales representative role with this read while also tapping into your best dude or value girl style uh, voice reference Owen Wilson or Reese Witherspoon think Elle Woods I think we're all still in the dark here because I forgot to ask John about himself so John why don't you tell us about your story about how you got into voiceover why you love it so much and and uh, why you're here tonight well thank you so much for having me first of all appreciate that um, my story is kind of interesting I guess because I never really wanted to get into voiceover that bad. I just kind of fell into it. Um, started out doing uh, music, was chasing that for, for a long time and um, got to doing just jingles for radio ads. And uh, they just had me start doing the voiceover with it because it was easy for them and they could kind of bundle it all in the same payment. So I started doing that and I was sitting there going, wow, like doing the voiceover is so much easier and less work than trying to do music. So I was like, what if I could just do that? full time. And, uh, I, I had always done, uh, like I was kind of a, kind of a parrot always mimicking like TV shows and, and accents and stuff just for fun. And, uh, my mom was like, you should do voiceover. Like, and I was like, I want to be a rock star mom. And so 10 years later of, you know, getting into this business, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do voiceover. So <laughs> nice but, um, choice. Yeah. So I guess that's, I just kind of fell into it and um, I've just been chasing it for about 10 years and uh, loved it, you know, and I learned how to do music and editing and that whole bit, you know, so it just kind of naturally voiceover was like the last piece of the puzzle to finally just start doing the auditions, 
And then I, you know, got in with, with you guys and some other sources and just kind of took off from there, I guess. So. Well, and in music, your ear is one of your biggest instruments and that's the same thing for voiceover, right? Kind of. I was a very terrible singer. So, but I was like, luckily I could do voiceover, but I always did uh, music and, you know, guitar, bass, and, and I tried to sing and I was just terrible at it. So that's why that didn't work out. But uh, the, when you kind of learn the art and subtlety of doing voiceover, it's, it's a lot easier to do. It's, it's more fun. Um, and just, you know, it's still that kind of that same creative release you can get from wanting to perform and getting to do it on your time and you call, you know, your own business the way you want to do it. So it's just kind of a, so a no brainer why you would want to do this. And it's, you know, it's exciting to just do it at your own pace and just get better and better and better at it. Mm. And also the freelancer hustle mentality from music directly applies to voiceover as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, the great thing about this business is that, you know, there is so much work out there and so much abundance of like, because you are being advertised to death on, you know, your phone, on TV, you know, everywhere. And so all of these ads and movies and video games, they need your voice. And so, you know, there's no shortage of work out there. And so if you're a person that just wants to hustle and, and get after it, and that's kind of what I did specifically this whole year was just, you know, I was getting up early and since we're on California time, you know, we're three hours late get to everything. Extra early. And so I was trying to catch up with New York. And, uh, so you just submit and submit and submit. And eventually you kind of find, you know, your voice and what works and your own niche. And then you can really start branching out from there. And it just becomes clockwork after a while. You know, you find your, your right sound, your, your tone of voice, and then you can, you know, really mix it up and book some other stuff. And, um, I don't know, it just kind of, kind of works nicely after a while. What we're going to do now, and we've already talked about the job, so we know it's kind of that surfer dude, valley girl sound. Um, that's what we're looking for. So while you're all out there, studio audience, and those of you who are listening via the podcast, start thinking about, you know, that kind of voice. You know, is it fitting the brand sound? And and do I believe them? And, and also, like, is that audio ready to just throw on the air? Because if it isn't, then there's a, there's a bit of an issue. So why don't we start with audition number one. Let's roll it, Cam. Ready for some fun in the sun? Not without our oversized beach towels. Scott Surf Shop has everything to cover you at the beach, including swimming apparel, sunblock, scuba gear, flip-flops, and oversized beach towels made with shakeaway technology that make sure you leave the beach at the beach. Before you drive to the cottage, man, stop by Scott Surf Shop and start your summer off right. Ooh, great first one. What do you think, John? Um, you know, I guess just to kind of preface every audition here, you know, when you get these kind of scripts and they, I think it's important to take everything with a grain of salt. Um, because what you'll, you'll tend to hear, uh, most of the time on TV or radio is the same thing over and over and over. They don't take a lot of risks in advertising. So when you see something like, you know, we want, you know, your best Owen Wilson, everybody is going to try to do an Owen Wilson impression or something. Not that this this gentleman did, but um, most people will kind of take it way too far. And so what you do is you isolate yourself into, you know, you sound like everybody. It's becoming white noise at a certain point. And so if you can kind of just take everything a little bit more subtly, you know, still be you, but add that little bit of flavor to it, you know, just kind of sprinkle in, you know, each little subtlety that they're saying here. And I think you'll have a lot better time with it. Um, for this specific read, I, I would just say... You know, 
one of the main feedbacks I get is, you know, I put a little bit more energy to it. This is a surf commercial. You got to really pick apart these scripts and go, you know, what are we going to be seeing? And like, try to envision this, this commercial, you know, there's, there's beach, it's fun. There's people in bathing suits and, you know, it's exciting stuff happening. So I would definitely say play up more of, you know, the audition itself, you know, put some more energy to it. And, um, but at the same time, you know, don't, don't go too over the top with it. Yeah, no, those are great tips. I also, um, I liked that he, at one point he said he put a subtle man in there and I was like, oh, that was a really good one. But <clears throat> is it just me or did it sound kind of more like Texas than like a surfer? And it's like, how, how do you stop yourself from crossing over in between accents? I think it, you know, it, it's very hard. I think for a lot of people, like I, I'm from the Midwest, so we have the most bland accent on the planet. You and know? the most desirable in most uh, of the jobs posted on the site. <laughs> well, and I think it's, you know, you got to judge your own voice too. Like, first of all, find what your niche is. Is it, Are you more the, the country guy? Then find that market, you know, you'll, you'll be booking more of that than, than I ever will sort of thing. But if you can learn to kind of, you know, generalize your voice a little bit more to where it is a little bit more, not bland, but, you know, more neutral, I guess, to where you can start adjusting very, very subtly these, these little nuances of where you can be more the surfer guy, you know, or, or throw in the twang. Um, but you got to read your audience and you got to like be able to typecast yourself a little bit in the beginning. If you're just getting into this to know, okay, is this even worth auditioning for? You know, because I just, I'm not that person. I, and I used to audition for everything, which was stupid. I mean, it's, it's good practice n- nonetheless, but if you're trying to book a job, like kind of you know, really take a, a, a hard, you know, honest answer at it and just go, is this me or, you know, what could I do to change? You know, how, how could I be the surfer guy or something? So, and it's always worth just experimenting and trying and just, if you don't get it, who cares? On to the next. All right. Well, there's some good tips there. Being objective, knowing, you know, where your, your niche is or your niche. That's an accent thing, isn't it? Yeah. Niche, niche, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Who knows? Data, data. I know that that's a, a raging debate as well. But anyway, <clears throat> out here in California, how do you say it? Data or data? Data. Interesting. Very cool. All right. So why don't we listen to audition number two? Auditioning for the... Scotch Surf Shop Surf Stop commercial. Ready for some fun in the sun? Not without our oversized beach towels. Scotch Surf Shop has everything to cover you at the beach, including swimming apparel, sunblock, scuba gear, flip-flops, and oversized beach towels made with shake-away technology that makes sure you leave the beach at the beach. Before you drive to the cottage, stop by Scotch Surf Shop to start on your, off your summer ride. Did you guys ever watch the TV show 16, Jude? It sounds exactly oh, like oh, him. Oh, you're it's thinking actually, it sounds like Christian Potenza? Yeah, that's it. Uh, we met him a couple right. years ago in the London Comic Con. He sounds just like Oh, oh the dude read, but yes. not, not the quiet audio, though. No. So we're going to speak yeah. to that. Speak to so that. <clears throat> um, coming from a process stance when you're auditioning on Voices.com, do you guys catch all the preamble that he did? And can you... From listening to them back to back, even just these two, can you see how it takes a client out of the headspace that they're trying to stay in when listening to auditions and why it's just a bad idea? One, it's a time waster on your end, but two, it's a time waster on the client's end. So tip number one, just make sure that you never preamble. You just get straight to the copy. You agree? 
Absolutely. Um, I've, I've been in a position to where I've casted a lot of voiceover auditions and stuff. And, you know, you, you got to put yourself in, in their shoes, who's going to hire the client. So, you know, they have to listen sometimes up to a hundred people and they are going to listen to you for about one second, if that, and just go, nope, 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 nope. Yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, good news and bad news with, with this particular person, they took eight seconds to start the actual audition. Me, myself, I mean, every, everything's different, obviously, but I never slate because in the client's position, which I've been in, it's just like, get to the point, give me the goods and get out. And you know, yeah. that's true. But on, on the good side, like I, I, the guy has so much potential. He had a great voice, but these are the little subtleties that may not get you hired sometimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, but he had a great read. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, forgive my not introducing John properly again, but just like to get, this guy's got cred here. I want to talk about a few of your clients. You've got Disney, McDonald's, uh, Fiat, Lego, like huge names, man. He knows what he's talking about. I think so. Yeah. And especially like when you, you're like, yeah, they listen for a second. Like that's just the truth of the matter. And I know how sometimes people will record a lot more of their auditions than they necessarily need to. Um, How long are the auditions that you normally record? Like how much of a script would you put forward? I usually go, uh, it's a case by case basis. You know, um, sometimes clients like they demand a full read. And so you're just like, you know, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. But in the interest of time, you're talking about, you know, a business, especially with voices that, you know, there's all of a sudden 50 auditions in your inbox, you know, and if you're going to spend two hours on an audition trying to perfect it, you are doing it wrong. You know, you need to just know yourself well enough to be like, here's my voice. You know, I can kick it out pretty fast and nothing is going to be changing a whole lot from audition to audition, you know, but it's just a time process because I'll spend maybe two minutes on an audition and that's long, you know, to just get it recorded, kind of edit it down to whatever you need to and, uh, and just be like, yep, send it off, you know, because honestly, the more stuff you're just throwing against the wall, you know, I think the more chance you're going to have to book. Now the the difference is quality. You want to be sending out quality auditions and that takes a little time to, you know, find your voice, find out, you know, what works. But if you do an audition, you know, 300 different ways, and in the end, it sounds kind of the same as the first take you did, you know, you're wasting your time. So I think it's better just to get it done fast because you got to realize too, there's everybody in this room is competing for the same jobs, you know? And, and then if you're number 50 being listened to, they might've already casted the guy who was number five. So this is a very, very speed, very fast business where you need to kick them out, get the client what they want because they may cast you within five minutes. You know, and it may take, you know, six months, but you know, if you're at the top of the list, it's better. Well, and you can do an audition in two minutes because you've been doing this for 10 years. So remember to forgive yourself if you're new and you're not at the two minute mark. No. And it takes a while. I mean, I just had the, it was really fun. I got to work with my niece who's 17, brand new to voiceover. And, uh, I basically gave her the crash course and the same thing I'm saying now, you know, she, she has a good voice and I said, you know, here's kind of the basics of how do you cut together a little track and send it in. And she would, you know, she was spending, you know, over an hour doing one. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, we got to change that right now. Mm -hmm. And so I started working with her and I said, you know, here's kind of some things to think about, put yourself in the client's shoes. 
And uh, she just booked her first job yesterday. Oh, how wonderful. On Voices. Oh, wow, give her so, a hand. Yeah. That's great. Alexis Rose. <laughs> Alexis Rose. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, I, when you're new, you know, you don't know these things. I, I did everything wrong in the book, you know, starting, you know, seven, eight years ago, whenever I started, you know, and I still listen to my old auditions and they're just absolutely horrific. But you learn from that. But if you don't ever have someone who kind of tells you like, you know, this is not what the client's looking for or, you know, don't, don't slate or, you know, it helps to have that. And I wish I would have had that because yeah, you know, you don't know these things when you're new, but you know, I would help me a lot more if I did. Yeah. Well, that's but, why you're here now. Yeah. yeah. So these people, so, yeah, don't make the same mistake. I did mistake. it the hard way, but yeah. figured it out eventually. Well, and think about it too, is like your time is money. And so if you do more auditions, you're going to end up making more money because you're putting out more product as well. Right. It's just kind of like a business sense as well as the artistic sense to it. Sure. And you know, there's, you know, people have school, they have jobs. And so you can't always just get mm-hmm. to it immediately. But the nice thing about this business is that it never stops. You know, it could be three o'clock in the morning and there's just, boom, here's a $500 job up for grabs. Jump on it. You know, don't waste because it is, a, you know, it's getting to be a more saturated market, but in a good way because there's all the, all the more work now and there's just not enough to go around for, you know, I, I can't even hit, you know, half of the auditions that, that come in from all these sources because it's just nonstop. So that's way more opportunities for new people to get in and get in easier. And a lot of these you can look and just be like, oh, only 10 people submitted for this. That's worth doing, you know, because you're, you're, you're limiting like the competition and some are like 150 people have submitted, you know? So you kind of, you pick and choose your battles and see what works for you and just keep submit, submit, submit. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking it might be a good opportunity to talk about voice match a little bit because you could be a, a really, really high match for something and, and that's awesome. Or you might not have it. Juliana, do you want to talk a little bit about voice match and how that helps people prioritize their auditions? Yeah, sure. So voice match is an algorithm that tells you how closely matched you are to the specs the client laid out in the job posting. Um, and the way a client sees auditions is they see them in order of voice match. So they see all the 100% matches and the 90% match, and you get the idea. And then within those 100% or 90%, then it's organized by time. So they're going to see the first 100% match, then the second 100% match to get it in, third 100% match, and then you get down the first 90% match, second. So if you are, like, let's say at the end of the day, you come home, there's an audition, and you're like, I'm 100% match, but there are 80 other people. Is it worth my time? If you're 100% match, you're going to be put to the top of like where the 90s begin, if that makes sense. So if you have a high voice match score because you've done a great job setting up your profile and your bio and your demos, then it does make it worth your while to audition for high voice match scores, even if you're getting in a little bit later. And if you have any questions about that, just come see me at the end and we can like look at your profile or anything like that to clarify. But that makes sense. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. some okay, good, good tips only here at Voice World. So, uh, <laughs> okay, why don't we listen to our third audition? Ready for some fun in the sun? Not without our oversized beach towels. Scott's Surf Shop has everything to cover you at the beach, including swimming apparel, sunblock, scuba gear, flip-flops, and oversized beach towels. Made with our shakeaway technology that makes sure you leave the beach at the beach. Before you drive to the cottage, stop by Scott's Surf Shop to start your summer off right. Hi, this is Cameron, talent success specialist here at Voices.com and also podcast producer for this episode of Mission Audition. 
you're about to hear some feedback pertaining to some negative aspects of this audio sample. While the audio sample itself is actually pretty clean, we ran into a few technical difficulties on site that caused some unwanted artifacts. So please keep that in mind when you're listening to the feedback. We've chosen to keep it in because it's still some great advice for talent that might be running into true audio problems. Ah, did you guys hear that? Poor audio ruining a really good audition. Yeah. What advice would you give this girl, John? Well, um, I mean, audio is a big one. Um, again, when I've ever casted stuff, it's like, if someone has poor audio, like you just, you do not waste your time. You're like, nope, because it's a very skittish business as well to where, you know, these agents and clients, like they have to like answer to their bosses. They have to have deadlines met on their own, you know? So if someone doesn't just have like their, their sound figured out, like the basics, they're not going to waste their time. You know, it doesn't matter how good a voiceover person you are, you know, it, that makes a big, big difference. Um, and so, and it's, and it's tough, you know, because getting a, your, your sound figured out, especially if you're new, it, it's tough. Like, you know, people are saying, oh, you should, you know, get this piece of equipment. I use this and you got to learn how to edit and get this program. It's, it's just like, ah, it's a lot. So yeah. And I was fortunate enough to, you know, do music for the longest time. So I had always, you know, plugged everything in wrong or, you know, try gone through every headache with this, you know, recording equipment, but I learned how to edit. I learned how to do some of the basics. And once you kind of learn some of those basics or even have someone, you know, teach you, I mean, everything that I have a problem with, I just get on YouTube and be like, how do I fix this? You know? And, you know, nice, nicely enough, we live in an age where it's not that hard to find, you know, some good recommendations, you know, some simple stuff. And when you're on a budget too, it's, you know, it's tough, but, I'm just a very practical person in this sense to where, you know, don't, don't skimp on a, on equipment either. And if, because if you do, then, you know, you might have that problem where you, if, oh, if I just would have spent like an extra 50 bucks or something, I could have had a better sound. So it's always worth investing in your own business. And a lot of people are very, you know, scared to put up some money for just like a microphone, you know, a basic editing software. And I always tell people like, listen, if you get it all figured out, if you, you know, put the money up front, one job can pay for all of that. And then you don't have to update anything ever again. I'm using the same microphone I've had for 15 years. So this is a business where you don't have to put hardly any capital into and still be successful and booking all the time, you know? So if you think about it, like other businesses, you know, they have to order supplies. They have to deal with employees. Like voiceover people, we don't have to do anything. It's the, you know, I, I joke, it's like the laziest entertainment job there is. But that's what's so exciting about it because if you just get that, your sound figured out, ask a friend, say, help me, you know, whatever it is. You know, I, I love helping people out with trying to like make recommendations. I say, this is what I use you know, use your best judgment. If you're on a budget, like maybe we could do this. And so just get your, you know, your best recommendation, do what you can with your budget and make it work. Because if, again, if you don't have a, a sound quality figured out, that's stage one. Like you have to get that figured out before you can just start sending auditions because you won't book if you don't. That was a great answer. 
I think the long-winded we, answer. Definitely. But it, it is everything we needed to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's very oh, kind. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Good, good. Yeah. yeah, so audio quality, it is huge. It, it, it pretty much, if you don't have that, then it, as they say in the business, garbage in, garbage out. And that's not about your talent. It's about the quality of the audio. So whatever, you know, if it could be just your one cable could mess the whole signal chain up. Yeah. And if you guys have questions, is my audio good enough to get started? We have a bunch of trained audio engineers, like legit, these guys went to school for it, graduated, they know what they're talking about and you can get in touch with them and they'll tell you, yes, this is good or no, here's what we need to do. And then you're good to start auditioning. Or if you already are auditioning and like, Hey, maybe this is why I'm not booking work. We've got someone that's just actually cam that we can hook you up with as well. So again, so again, reach out if you're having troubles. That said, we are at the halfway point. We need to get to our next audition. So let's listen to audition number four. Ready for some fun in the sun? Not without our oversized beach towels. Scott's Surf Shop has everything to cover you at the beach, including swimming apparel, sunblock, scuba gear, flip-flops, and oversized beach towels made with shakeaway technology that makes sure you leave the beach at the beach. Before you drive to the cottage, stop by Scott's Surf Shop to start your summer off right. She did a great job with the Scott's Surf Shop. Like, I had a tough time with that one, and she made it look or sound easy. Yeah, most of the time when I'm doing auditions, there's just there's a lot of cursing that goes into <laughs> trying to get through certain words. I'm like, who wrote this? Yeah. But but you know, that's it's obviously a good thing to like kind of have a you know make sure you can read good and and you know when you get online with clients and stuff, sometimes when you book a job, you'll have to you know be in a conference call or or be in a you know some sort of a live setting with with people. So. I, I'm kind of lazy about it sometimes, but, you know, it's good to just, you know, read your script a couple times at least before you just try to, you know, barrel into it and you know, beach apparel accessory, you know what I mean? So save yourself some headache, um, really, you know, nail, nail these sentences down. And, and also too, it's, it's something to think about, you know, look, look kind of beyond just the words on the paper too, you know, broad strokes, this is a business, you are selling a product and most of these formats are going to be in like, is it going to be a 30 second commercial? Is it going to be a 15 second commercial? Is it kind of open-ended? You know, these are little subtleties you can start thinking about. And one of the big mistakes I've always made is I, I talk really fast. And so when I do auditions, I would speed through, you know, Scott Shirts is, is right here in Laguna Beach. But so what the best thing you can do sometimes and just slow down you know, and just make sure you're hitting because sometimes I'll time out my reads for what's supposed to be a 30 second commercial. And I'm like, Oh, I got it done in eight seconds. That's probably too fast. And you got to realize too, they're going to be taking these auditions sometimes and like they've got the spot. They have the music, they have the spot, they're ready to slap in your audition. And if you're the guy that's talking a mile, you know, you know, mile, hundred miles an hour, then they're going to not waste their time. You know, so the person who can kind of like look at every little nuance here and just go, okay, what am I selling? What is the vibe? Um, what is the format? You know, is it a 15 second, is it a 30 second commercial? And then just put all those little, you know, nuances into that spot and that read. There's, there's, you know, there's actually a lot that goes into an audition when you think about it. You know, it just seems like you're recording on a mic and just sending it off, but there's actually a lot more that goes into it and just stuff to think about, you know, kind of beyond you just being the actor, you know, you, it is your job to narrate and sell this 
thing that they're trying to get. And like, you have to really adapt to every single format. You can't just do an accent. You can't just be a good reader. You know, you got to be a marketer. You got to have psychology when it goes into like, what would get me sold? What's going to be different than what everybody else is doing in this audition process? So just little stuff to think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think before the show and before the event started, we were talking a bit about the psychology end of it. And and you do have to actually know who you're talking to, because that's a huge part of it is know the audience and, and how can you relate to them? And and how does what you're sharing with them affect them personally? And, and will it change their life? I don't know. Sometimes it will. Maybe this uh, towel is going to be a light, you know, game changer for somebody. So if we take that big concept then and try and boil it down to something that's actionable that you can uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, easier that you can take into their studio what would you pull out of this script like what words would you hit where would you pause like kind of like boil that theory down right. for us so I kind of go into because and, you know this is just experience talking this is you know nine years of doing this I just go in and look for all the little buzzwords of everything here so typically you know from the get-go for a job posting I'm looking at you know the little things, you know, male or female, you know, is it TV? What kind of a TV spot? Is it a regional? Is it a national? Is it a 30? Is it a, is a minute that all these little things make a lot of difference? And I'm already seeing like, you know, style, spacey, ditzy, um, maybe, you know, they want like the, like an Owen Wilson read. So I look at all that and I, you kind of just piece it together in your mind. You go, okay, you know, X, Y, Z. And then I take it all with a big grain of salt and go, okay, the most important thing you can do is be you. And then you sprinkle in all these little things that they're saying a little bit, because at the end of the day, what did not get me hired was trying to do exactly what's on this paper. You know, it was just being my natural voice. And the thing that is so popular today is, is being a real person. They do not want the, you know, 1950s announcer guy anymore. They just that's not a thing. It is real people. They, like, I'm just talking to you now. This is this is what they want. Just a real person. Doesn't matter if you have, you know, an accent or, or, or some weird way of talking. Just if it sounds real, that's what they want. So with this script in particular, you know, it's I'm seeing, you know, Scott's Surf Shop, Laguna Beach, California. Okay, it's got a California vibe to it. Um, you know, Sunset Sandy Beach, Beach Apparel Accessories. Okay, so now I'm looking at the script. So ready for some fun in the sun. So I'm already thinking like, what is this spot going to look like? You know, it's a surf shop. I'm seeing beaches. I'm seeing people having fun and everything. But at the same time, some of these auditions I've been hearing, there is, it's, it's a very, even if it has a lot of energy, it's very flat read. So you got to understand with, with voiceover, you are a storyteller first and foremost. You know, you are not here to sell people a product. You are but you're supposed to cover that up with being a real person too. So you're telling your best friend, like, dude, you have got to buy this surf towel. Cause it, you know, it's just awesome. You know, I don't, it's not going to change your life, but it's just cool. You know, I like it. My friends got, it, I'm recommending. So that is more of the trend, at least in my experience of where the voiceover world is at. You know, you don't, sometimes you'll get those clients that want you to just really hit every single word and it's a local shop right in Laguna Beach, but typically that's not what is hiring right now. So if I, if I were to take this, I, I would, you know, just do it with, with a lot of good energy, you know, always put a smile to these type of spots where it's very fun. It's Scott's surf shop. So I would take the surfer vibe, you know, not very far, 
but, you know, splash it in a little bit. And, you know, if you're the guy or girl, everybody's doing like their best surfer impression and you kind of just be you, that's probably going to get you hired more than not. Oh, very good tips. Because this is different from, say, a voice match job where someone's like, we need you to sound like X celebrity, right? And it's like, but what they really mean is they want you to sound in the style of how that person talks. So it isn't so much sound exactly like, we'll just throw a name out, James Earl Jones or something. Like We see that people ask for that all the time. They Sam all want Elliot. him or Sam Elliott or um, somebody else that I can't think of right now. Um, but, you know, it's it's more about the way someone talks in the mannerisms, the kind of the, the cadence, where they breathe, how they stop, where they inflect. It's not so much sound exactly like this person, but sound like how that person talks. I try, I try to be nice about this. I, I make fun of agencies a lot too, because they, they get this idea, like they've seen, you know, James Earl Jones is very popular, you know, uh, uh, John Hamm, like they just saw the latest commercial and they're like, we want that. And so they post like, we want John Ham sound alike. And everybody tries to get on and do their best John Hammer. And they're just like, oh, we messed up. No, we don't, we don't want him exactly. We want like someone in that vein. And I, and I fell into that, you know, too, where I would try to do exactly spend like half an hour trying to do my best impression of these people. And it's just that that's not what got you hired. But if you can kind of like, you know, pay attention to what's on TV. What is, you know, the YouTube ad that you're trying to skip past every time? Look, watch them because mm-hmm. that is what is popular right now. And so if you can kind of be in, in that vein and, you know, find your voice that's, you know, still unique to you, but, you know, close to where you can kind of match it to these, these people that are doing these ads, like you're going to do better than not than versus trying to do a full on impression of what they're posting. Because it can sound phony. You put on something that you're not, you know, if you can't quite nail it, then it's not so cool. All right. I think we're ready for audition number five. Ready for some fun in the sun? Not without our oversized beach towels. Scott Surf Shop has everything to cover you at the beach, including swimming apparel, sunblock, scuba gear, flip-flops, and oversized beach towels made with shakeaway technology that makes sure you leave the beach at the beach. Before you drive to the cottage, stop by Scott Surf Shop to start your summer off right. Ooh, good wow. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I would say with this one, you know, again, it depends... And, and, and again, take, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt too. You may have a client that just says, yes, that I want full on surfer guy. That is great. And then, you know, if, if, you know, you're the guy that did it subtly and you're just like, why didn't they hire me? You know, it's like, you just, you never know with client stuff too. So this is important to why I always say, you know, a lot of people will do one take on auditions and they'll send it in. I always recommend do a take that's, you know, you pretty subtle, do another take that has something different to it. You know, like hook them with, with like your natural voice and what you kind of interpret the commercial to be and then switch it up. So like in this case, I would do one a little bit more subtle than this gentleman did. But then the second one, I would do same thing he did on his first take, you know? So it's good to have like the variety, the kind of forethought to go, you know, I, I am with you, client. I want to, you know, give you what you want, but here's some options. Here's how you know I have some versatility, you know, because if, you know, they're just thinking like, oh, this guy's just full on surfer dude. That's not really what we're looking for. You're done. 
you know, but like if they listen to it and then right next to it, it's just like his normal voice or something. They go, oh, well, maybe we can find kind of a happy medium here and figure out, you know, kind of direct him a little bit to be more subtle or, or even more crazy, you know? So I think it's, I think it's a, a great audition if that's what they're looking for. But again, this is where you have to put on, you know, your, your thinking cap here and just go, who is the client? You know, can I look this client up and see if they've got other advertising? Look at their social media pages. Is that their vibe? You know, and, and that's helped me more than not to be like, okay, I should probably go a little bit more, more subtle or throw more of an accent on or something. But because most of the time, these, these clients, these agencies, they're not going to take a huge risk. They're going to keep everything pretty subtle. They're going to go with what is trending on, on TV, on radio ads. And so to go too far with an accent or, 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 you know, uh, you know, a surfer guy or whatever it might be, then you're kind of isolating yourself a little bit. So unless they specifically call for it, say we want like over the top surfer guy, then I would play it a little bit more safe just so you can at least be in the running and not, you know, put yourself in a box. And if you guys do want to do two auditions and take John's tip, make sure that you let the client know up front that there are two auditions. So you'll slate two takes and then that way they don't just listen to two seconds and move on to the next one. They know there's something else to expect. We are down to our last audition. Is everyone having a good time so far? You kind of learning some stuff? Okay, good. Yeah, don't be afraid to cheer louder. You know, that's always, that's okay. <laughs> so anyway, we will listen to audition number six. This is our last audition of the night. Ready for some fun in the sun? Not without our oversized beach towels. Scott's Surf Shop has everything to cover you at the beach, including swimming apparel, sunblock, scuba gear, flip-flops, and oversized beach towels made with shakeaway technology that makes sure you leave the beach at the beach. Before you drive to the cottage, stop by Scott's Surf Shop to start your summer off right. I love the way she did oversized beach towels. Like she was like, girl, you're oversized. Like that was really well done. I liked it a lot. And that's the thing. I I would probably pick this young lady out of out of all of them because number one, it's it's it may not even be like the most the best read, but the way she did it, like there was it's I I kind of always say it. It's like an accordion. You know, when you read these spots, you know, you kind of have where you can speed up and then you can slow down and kind of put some peaks and valleys to the read, because if nothing else, you're kind of like, oh, that was different. And that's half the time what these agents and clients are looking for, because, again, they're listening to like 50 auditions back to back to back. And if they all sound the same, like that really hard sell you know, it's white noise, but then someone comes around like this and they're like, oh, they just did the line different. Cool. Let's just pick that person. But honestly, that's kind of how that process goes. A lot of time you're like, huh, this is just kind of cool. Like, but I like the way, you know, she did it. She, she gets your attention. She, she has those peaks and valleys and, you know, I think that out of all of them that we've heard so far, that's, that's the one I, I would pick to get the job because you know it was just a little bit different mm -hmm. and, i say you and, anticipate and good, good energy me. yeah you anticipate me john i was just about to ask you so i would can we give john a drum roll please <laughs> <laughs> to say who was the winner of mission audition audition number what oh my gosh who could it be number six. <laughs> oh, what a surprise Yay. all right <laughs> very good congratulations audition number six you have just won 
Mission Audition LA. So, oh my gosh, so much fun. Yeah, she did a great job. She really had that energy that you were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously you are quite skilled and talented and wonderful, and and I don't think you coach or anything like that. But uh, if someone were to want to look you up and find out how they can listen to your demos, possibly pick up some tips here and there, uh, where can they find you, John? Uh, I guess two places, voices.com slash my name, John Cuban, or I think that's what I put on there. (laughs) And then um, I have my website, uh, prettynifty.tv. And that's where I have all my, my voiceover stuff. You can contact me there. So I love helping people. So hit me up anytime. can always give a recommendation and you know, try to point people in the right direction. So Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the show, John. Thank you for having me. This is fantastic. Thank. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can applaud. That's great. Yeah. Yes. 